Well, hello, and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us this time around. Hope you've uh, made a habit of uh, checking out the Jazz Focus now and then. We have a lot of podcasts up there, and uh, hopefully something to, to appeal to everyone. Today we're going to focus on uh, a couple of albums uh, that were made in the late 1950s, one in 1958 and one in 1959, and they both have uh, a sort of a similar theme or a similar organizing principle, I guess, and they have a couple of people uh, in common to each album as well. Uh, These were big bands uh, albums that were arranged to feature a particular soloist. In one case, Jack Teagarden, the great trombone player, and in another case, Pete Fountain, the great clarinet player. And uh, they were both done in Los Angeles. The uh, Teagarden album was called This is Teagarden and was made for Capitol Records. The Pete Fountain one was Pete Fountain Plays the Blues and was made for Choral. And um, they had some different arrangers and a few different people on it. The, The one uh, person in common to both recordings was tenor saxophonist Eddie Miller, who solos a little bit on each one as well. But primarily the solo interest is the two principals, Teagarden and Pete Fountain. And uh, they never played together in a band. However, Pete Fountain uh, apparently was slated to join the Jack Teagarden sextet uh, right before Teagarden died. I remember seeing a little squib in a, in, a, in a downbeat from, I guess it was probably early on in 1964 or very late in 1963, because Teagarden died. Uh, in New Orleans in early 1964 of pneumonia, and I think he was reorganizing his group, and uh, he had already hired Pete Fountain, apparently. Uh, so unfortunately, that didn't happen, but that's an interesting pairing. I'm sure some outstanding music would have been made there as well. So we're going to start out with uh, three tunes by Jack Teagarden and follow it up with two Pete Fountain tunes. So the three uh, Jack Teagarden ones we're going to hear are My Monday Date, Peg of My Heart, and Fare Thee Well to Harlem. And these uh, tunes on the Tea Garden album were generally ones that he had recorded before and that had meant something in his career. He did a follow-up album a little bit later of Spirituals. We're not going to be doing any of those today. I'm going to save those for another time. But these are all standards from the 1920s and, and early 30s when Tea Garden was making his most uh, influential recordings. So for, uh, so for Monday Date and Fairly Well to Harlem, we're going to have Jack Teagarden featured with Van Alexander's Orchestra. Van Alexander, of course, was a, uh, an arranger who had arranged things for Chick Webb, most notably a Tisket a Tasket back in the 1930s. Uh, but uh, he was on the West Coast. He was doing studio arranging. And this band was primarily uh, studio musicians. We're going to hear Manny Klein and Jack's brother, Charlie Teagarden, on trumpet. A little short solo on Monday Date was Charlie Teagarden. Joe Howard and uh, Benny Benson on trombone, Gus Bavona and Skeets Herford on alto sax, Gus Bavona plays some of the clarinet, Eddie Miller on tenor sax, Butch Stone is on baritone sax, he apparently did some of the arranging as well, possibly for um, Fairly Well to Harlem, which he also sings on. Butch Stone was a pretty well-known saxophone player and singer who had been with Les Brown for many years. He was known as an entertainer and a comedian as well, and he gets into some of the uh, dialogue with Teagarden on Fairly Well. Ray Sherman on piano, Phil Stevens on bass, Nick Fatul on drums. These were done in January of 1956. Uh, on uh, Monday date, the first tune, Willie Schwartz uh, plays lead alto. He had been with the Glenn Miller Band. He uh, actually replaced Skeets Herford there. And Julie Jacobs, Jules Jacobs, replaced Butch Stone. And Mike Rubin replaced Phil Stevens. So this was kind of a, uh, a fluid personnel, although featuring Jack Teagarden on vocals and trombone. And right in the middle, we have Peg of My Heart, which was January 17th of 1956, and uh, that 
was uh, Tea Garden with Harry Geller's orchestra. And this features a, a little different instrumentation. Four trombones along with Tea Garden, and they are uh, featured on, on the melody of Peg of My Heart. We have Cy Zentner, Benny Benson, Lloyd Lady, and George Roberts. Gus Bavona again on alto and clarinet, Eddie Miller on tenor. Ray Sherman on piano, Jack Marshall on guitar, Mike Rubin on bass, and Nick Fatul on drums. And so those are our three Jack Teagarden uh, things. Well, then we're going to move over to Pete Fountain. We're going to hear uh, from his choral uh, album, which uh, was released in 1959. This was done right after he left the Lawrence Welk Orchestra in March of 1959. We're going to hear the Columbus Stockade Blues and the Wang Wang Blues. And these feature, uh, as I said, Eddie Miller on tenor sax. He's really the only carryover here, uh, but a lot of studio uh guys as well. This was an orchestra that was led by a fellow named Charles Bud Dant, who was Pete Fountain's producer at the time. He also did the arrangements. And on here, we're going to hear Manny Klein, who's another carryover, Conrad Gazzo, Art DePue, and Shorty Chirac on trumpet, Mo Schneider, William Schaefer, Harold Diner, and Peter Lofthouse on trombone, Jack Dumont, Russ Cheever on alto, Eddie Miller and Babe Russin on tenor, Billy Laddie on baritone sax, Stanley Reitzman on piano, Morty Korb on bass, and Jack Sperling on drums. And uh, these uh, sides were, uh, as I said, done for choral records and featuring Pete Fountain. So those are our five tunes for our first set. My Monday Date, Peg of My Heart, and Fairly Well to Harlem, all featuring Jack Teagarden, and then the Columbus Stockade Blues and Wang Wang Blues featuring Pete Fountain. Now don't forget our Monday day Baby, be ready when I come by and when the clock strikes half past eight I'll be there waiting with a kiss and a sigh I'm gonna hold you so fast When we dance cheek to cheek Store up enough love to last us the rest of the week Oh, so don't forget our Monday day Baby, I promise, neither will I Love to last us 
the rest of the week. Oh, so don't forget our Monday day, baby, I promise, and neither will I. Jackson, you sure look cute. You must have on your traveling suit. It looks as if you're really going somewhere. Now, Mr. Stone, you spoke a book. You just got time for one more look. Cause Mr. Jackson is leaving you for a fair, for a fair. Fare thee well to Harlem Fare thee well to nightlife Going back where I can lead the right life Fare thee well to Harlem Now things is tight in Harlem I know how to fix it It's 
Step aside I'm gonna Mason Dixit Fairly well to all of them Lately hear my soul is reaching For the Bible's kindly teaching Wants to hear the reverend preaching Love each other Wants to hear the organ playing Wants to hear the folks are praying There's a voice within me saying He's all brother Fare thee well to Harlem All this sin is righteous Going back where everybody's righteous Fare thee well to Harlem Fare thee well Say, Mr. T, before you leave this place Won't you kindly open up your old trombone case? Cause when you play, man, I get a grin on my face.
So those were our first tunes by Jack Teagarden and Pete Fountain. We started out with Three by Teagarden. Most of these tunes that he recorded on this This Is Teagarden album were things that he'd either done with his big band in the 1940s or uh, were things that he had recorded with other groups. For example, the third tune, Fairly Well to Harlem, he recorded with um, the Paul Whiteman band in the 1930s with the composer, uh, Johnny Mercer, doing the other vocal honors. So we started out with My Monday Date, and Peg of My Heart and Fairly Well to Harlem. And my Monday date, as I mentioned, features a short little trumpet solo, a couple of them actually, by Charlie Teagarden, Jack Teagarden's brother. The Teagardens were from Vernon, Texas. Jack was born in 1905. He started playing baritone horn and before switching to trombone, played with a lot of territory bands in um, Texas, including Peck Kelly's in the 1920s before he ambled his way to New York uh, in about 1926, 27, started doing freelance work there, joined the Ben Pollock Band and uh, uh, started cutting some recordings uh, with the best of the white jazz musicians of the time, Benny Goodman, Gene Krupa, Ray uh, Red Nichols, Bix Beiderbeck, all kinds of people, as well as uh, making some one-off recordings with Louis Armstrong and uh, some other African-American players as well. In the 1930s, he spent most of the decade with the Paul Whiteman Band playing in the uh, Whiteman trombone section from about 1933 until about 1938. Uh, he was featured regularly on, on broadcasts and on some recordings as well. He also uh, had a uh, concurrent series of recordings that he did with Frank Trumbauer uh, that we've done a podcast on in the past. Then after that, he had his own big band, which was a fine group, but was financially ruinous for him. He had that for about eight or nine years until the late 40s when he threw in the towel and joined the Louis Armstrong All-Stars, which was a much more conducive atmosphere for him personally and musically. And then after leaving Louis in the early 1950s, he went on his own and toured with a succession of uh, traditional jazz Dixieland groups, as well as making albums like this one uh, that featured him. He did, as I said, another one for Capitol. It featured mostly spirituals and gospel tunes. He did one uh, with an orchestra that featured uh, the tunes of Willard Rosen. Uh, and uh, he guest starred with other players as well, some Eddie Condon recordings and so on and so forth. So for Peg of My Heart, we heard uh, the Harry Geller Orchestra. The other two were done by, uh, or credited to, Van Alexander's orchestra. But the Harry Geller Orchestra had those four trombones along with Teagarden, and they did a beautiful job on the melody of Peg of My Heart. Also heard a little bit of clarinet in there by Gus Bavona, as well as some lovely guitar playing by Jack Marshall. Then we finished off with Fair the Well to Harlem, which also had Butch Stone sing, singing or speaking uh, his part, the Johnny Mercer part, while Teagarden sang and played. Then we went to two Pete Fountain recordings from the blues album that he did for Coral in 1959. We heard the Columbus Stockade Blues, which was kind of a traditional blues, and then the Wang Wang Blues as well, both featuring, of course, Pete Fountain on clarinet, and these arrangements done by Charles Bud Dant with the um, orchestra that I had mentioned, um, as well as some subs. There were three dates that were recorded, uh, that were done for this uh, album, and I mentioned the personnel beforehand. Also, some of the subs on the other dates were Jackie Kuhn on mellophone, Willie Schwartz on alto sax, Matty Matlock on alto sax, as well as um, clarinet, uh, Chuck Gentry on baritone sax, Ray Lynn, uh, and Johnny Best on trumpet. Um, also, uh, some other rhythm section players came and went, but it all was a feature for Pete Fountain, and I heard his beautiful New Orleans-style tone on Columbus Stockade and Wang Wang Blues. Talk a little bit more about Pete Fountain in the next break. So our next set 
uh, is going to be four tunes, and I'm going to do the two tunes that were done in common on both of these projects. We're going to hear two versions of the Beale Street Blues and two versions of Aunt Hager's Blues, both of these done by or composed by W.C. Handy, the father of the blues. So we're going to start with, <coughs> excuse me, the Beale Street Blues by Pete Fountain and then move over to the Jack Teagarden version, which uh, features some great blues singing, as you would uh, expect by Teagarden, as does the next one, the Aunt Hager's Blues, or Aunt Hager's Children's Blues, as the original title said, and then finish off with the Pete Fountain version of that. So some good compare and contrast uh, things on those recordings. So those are our four tunes. Two versions of Beale Street, first Pete Fountain and Jack Teagarden, and two versions of Aunt Hager, first Jack Teagarden and then Pete Fountain. Talk, it be easy to talk. There's a lot of married men I know would have to take their beds and walk, except one or two. 
never drink that booze And the blind man on the corner Who sings these Beale Street blues Oh, I'd rather be there Than any place I know Oh, I'd rather be there Than any place I know It's gonna take a sergeant Or to make me go
the preaching it ain't no use of teaching Each modulation of syncopation Just tells my feet to dance And I can't refuse When I hear the melody they call the blues All those ever-loving blues our compare and contrast set there with uh, two versions of Beale Street and two versions of Ann Hager. We started out with the Pete Fountain version of Beale Street Blues and then ended up with Ann Hager's Blues by Pete Fountain and his orchestra, actually Charles Bud Dance Orchestra, uh, which with the arrangements by Dant, all featuring Pete Fountain. Although in that uh, 
last tune, Aunt Hager, we heard a saxophone solo that I initially thought was a baritone sax because of its register, but it's actually a tenor. Uh, it was Eddie Miller. It sounds like Eddie Miller playing in a low register. He did play baritone sax and uh, recorded on it quite a bit with a band called the Paducah Patrol with Matty Matlock around this time period, but it was not uh, him on Barry on that uh, track. It was definitely him on tenor. And in between those two, we heard uh, excellent trombone solos and vocal versions of the Beale Street Blues and Ant Hager's Blues with Jack Teagarden and the Van Alexander Orchestra. The next two tunes, the next set, uh, will be Teagarden, the first one with Van Alexander's Orchestra, and the second one with Harry Geller's Orchestra. We're going to start out with After You've Gone, and this was a tune that Teagarden recorded in 1931 with the Venuti and Lang All-Stars. Joe Venuti and Eddie Lang also featured Charlie Teagarden and Benny Goodman, and uh, Teagarden sang on this one as well back then. This is kind of a tribute to that, although it's uh, a more up-tempo version. In the original, it was slow and then uh, went to a fast tempo later. Here, it stays pretty fast all the way through. Then we're going to hear a very uh, nice ballad called My Kind of Love, which was recorded uh, in 1929 by Bing Crosby and also by Ben Pollock and his Park Central Orchestra featuring Jack Teagarden on trombone. And on that one, Ben Pollock uh, did the vocal. Uh, But here, uh, Teagarden sings and plays, and in fact, he plays a wonderful short trombone solo, really demonstrating his melodic sense and also his understanding of uh, the drama aspects or the dramatic aspects of jazz soloing that uh, Louis Armstrong had mastered, and Teagarden was always a great Armstrong proponent, even before he played in his band. Then we're going to do three Pete Fountain tunes. Uh, We're going to hear the Wabash Blues, followed by My Inspiration, and My Inspiration uh, was the feature for Irving Fazola, the New Orleans clarinet player, uh, when he was with the Bob Crosby Band. Um, This was written for him by Bob Haggart, uh, the bass player, and really showed off his tone, a couple of different tempos, and Pete Fountain uh, was very much uh, indebted or enamored of uh, Fazola. He considered him his uh, mentor and an inspiration. In fact, uh, when Fazola died, he died fairly young when he was in New Orleans in the mid-40s, Pete Fountain actually took over uh, the gig he was playing, which I think was for a strip club. And the teenage Pete Fountain, he was born in 1930, uh, was off on his uh, professional career at that point. I will point out that recording has some... Uh, added percussion. I took it from an LP. I've never found a CD version of that, uh, but it's from an old LP I had, so ignore the scratches, if you will. Then we're going to finish up with my favorite tune from the uh, Pete Fountain Blues album, the St. Louis Blues. Again, tempo changes in there, but this really demonstrates Fountain's incredible control of dynamics and technique on the clarinet. He could play from the very bottom to the very top, all with an amazingly easy uh, method and, and, and just a wonderfully even sound as well. So that'll be a good way to finish. I should point out that Pete Fountain, um, after growing up in New Orleans, uh, he, uh, he and Al Hurt were young friends playing in bands together, and then Fountain joined a band led by another trumpeter named George Gerard, and uh, the Basin Street Six made some recordings in the early 50s. Uh, He also, Fountain, uh, was playing with Al Hurt uh, in some local gigs when he was discovered by uh, Larry Welk, who was Lawrence Welk's son, and uh, Lawrence hired him to be on his television program in the 1950s, but uh, Fountain was not a great reading musician. He actually was a good saxophone player. He played very good tenor sax, and uh, Uh, alto as well occasionally, but uh, he didn't get along too well with the the regimentation of the Welk Band, and uh, his famous phrase was that bourbon and champagne don't mix, and so he left right at the beginning of 1959, and uh, 
started recording for Coral Records. As I said, he was managed by Bud Dant and um, had, I think, uh, it was up to almost 42 albums on Coral, as well as many other labels later on that all were very good sellers. He was a very good uh, promoter and uh, pers persona, I guess. And even though he didn't sing or clown, wasn't a particularly good front man, his playing was really uh, well-loved by uh, several generations. He was a regular on talk shows like the Johnny Carson Show and so forth up in uh, till the end of the, the, the 1900s and uh, went into semi-retirement, especially after Hurricane Katrina hit uh, in 2006, and then he finally passed away in 2016, but uh, as I said, made quite a few albums. So here are our five tunes for this set. Jack Teagarden uh, with After You've Gone and My Kind of Love, and Pete Fountain with Wabash Blues, My Inspiration, and the St. Louis Blues. <laughs>
happy today You may be gone tomorrow Oh, love comes but once Don't be a dunce When you meet it Steal it, beg or borrow I'm fond of you You're fond of me Tell me you love me And hug me and squeeze me My kind of love Is one way to paradise
That's a great version of the St. Louis Blues right there. And all, most of those tunes, with uh, one or two exceptions, all changed tempo. They went from fast to slow or slow to fast. And we started out with After You've Gone uh, with Jack Teagarden. As I mentioned, that uh, started out fast, and it did go into a slow tempo for the last few measures. That's the opposite of what the original 1931 recording did, but we heard some great Teagarden playing and singing, as we did on the next one, the ballad My Kind of Love. Then we were on to Pete Fountain. We heard uh, a nice medium-tempo danceable version of the Wabash Blues from the 1920s. Then that uh, great feature for Irving Fazola, which Fountain came close to making his own there, on My Inspiration. A really uh, great set piece for clarinet uh, that Fazola did with the... Um, Bob Crosby Band in the 1930s. And then ending up with the St. Louis Blues. All of those three arrangements done by Charles Bud Dant uh, in that orchestra that was uh, made up of Hollywood studio musicians, many of whom you know, names you would recognize from the big band period earlier, and then later all of those Billy May recreations of big band tunes, the Time Life Big Band uh, series that came out in something like 40 albums or something in the 1960s. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. This is The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and uh, if you'd like to be our sponsor, please do so. Hit that little button wherever it is on your browser and wherever you're listening to The Jazz Focus. We are on Anchor.fm, but we can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other platforms as well. We'd love to get some more members of the family. And uh, hope you make a little time in your week to come visit us here at The Jazz Focus and take us with you wherever you go to hear some interesting jazz maybe that you haven't heard before or some more focused uh, impressions of, of, of certain elements of jazz. We get to go into a little more depth, which is always nice. So until the next time, I'll see you on the other side.